tonight from wherever in the world you are listening. Give a big hand for your host, Sylvester. Good day, good morning, and good night. Welcome to the Price Tag Pod. As always, I'm Sylvester, your host for tonight, and I have a very special guest from the mystical land of Canada. She's a podcaster, author, and self-proclaimed world changer. Give a huge hand to Nikki Heffer. How are you today? Hi, I'm good. Thank you so much. <laughs> no worries. But yeah, tell me a bit, a bit about your podcast. Oh, um, well, I've got several. Yeah. I'm actually working on three separate projects. Now, um, I'll tell you about two of them because, you know, they're fun. Yeah. Uh, the first is Happy Not Crappy. Um, that is a good news podcast where we focus on the odd, absurd, and uplifting news of the week that our listeners have probably missed. Um, yeah. We figure there's enough negativity in the world, and everybody's always focused on that negativity um which you know makes for great ratings on the news channels but it also makes for very sad people True. so we go out and look up or research we spend the whole week researching good positive news and then we bring it to our listeners in a fun and interactive way where hopefully they call in or you know tweet us or tell us their personal good news we've had people um just like hey I finished an album and you can listen to it on Spotify. And so we got to share that. It was really exciting. How fun. Yeah. So that's happy, not crappy. And then, um, and that airs, uh, that comes out once a week, every Sunday night, uh, Pacific time. So Monday mornings for most people. Yeah. And then I have um, the Rebel Revolution, and that's new, and it's coming out with Allison Gomez, who is a licensed marriage and family therapist in California. All right. And, um, in that one, we are addressing injustice and privilege and uh, bias of all kinds. Uh, and we are looking at it in a constructive and non-judgmental way with the mindset of challenging it and hopefully long-term shifting the world away from injustice and uh, bias as a whole, privilege as a whole. Well, that's cool. So that's kind of where the world changer comes in, then. But definitely, we're gonna we're gonna rock the world. We have a we actually have a whole business plan where the podcast is just one portion of that. Um, but we're not there yet. Right now, we're booking people for the podcast. We're starting um, the process of writing our book. We are developing in the product in the process of developing a handbook, and all of that will be geared toward geared toward helping individuals look at their own inherent privilege and bias and say hey is this is this healthy is this good and which parts can i let go of to be a better person and to make the world a better place her that sounds really cool thank you yeah so now now we're going to get into the stupid stuff where this stupid podcast because uh, comes in where it has no biases in anything <laughs> where we try to see how 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 uh, how much your dignity will cost you <laughs> yeah where um so the price tag pod uh for you if you're not uh, aware and the listeners is where we give weird and meaningless tasks and put a imaginary monetary value to it to kind of see where you fall as a person what what you're willing to do uh for a price tag 
That sounds awesome. I am ready. Perfect. So we'll get into the first question then. And uh, for you, I, I, as a uh, author and writer of uh, everything, uh, this could everything. be uh, <laughs> tricky for you. Uh, so for ten dollars, would you go an entire day without using the letter R? The letter R. Yes, in so, speech like, and writing. Um. Okay, my business is literally rebel rousers. Yeah. I don't know how I would do that. So it would be um, unless I just didn't say or rebel revolution. I mean, it's literally yeah. rebel revolution, and we are rebel rousers. Yeah. Um, I'm not even sure if I could, but I would try ten dollars. I don't know, yeah. and then all of my words would look off. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to write that date. Text messaging would be a mess. No. Not for $10. No? no, I'm sorry. I can't. Ah, I thought that was going to be a fun one. For $10? Yeah, I mean, maybe but for, it's just for a day. If I could, if I had to drop the letter R uh, and it, it would make me look silly. I think if I, if I could do it on like a weekend, so I'm not. Yeah, you get to choose the day. You get to choose the day. Yeah. It's just a day and it's speech and text. So you would have to, when introducing yourself, like your your podcast, it would be Ebel Everusen. Oh my goodness. I would sound so foolish. Yeah. Okay. Maybe for, maybe for, maybe for $25, I could do that for a day. 25 Could I maybe get you down to 18 18. You're still you're still going above where 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 I'm putting. So you you know you have some dignity. Can we, can we do twenty? Can we can we settle on twenty? We can settle for twenty. Okay. Uh, that, okay. No, we'll start easy. I'll I'll give you some leeway and then we'll get into the weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's my first time. I'm nice. Okay. And, and it's my first time, so we'll be nice to each other. This Perfect. <laughs> Well, maybe this second one, uh, you, you filled in a, in a short form. It's, gonna, it's, co it's coming down to haunt you. I'm, er, I'm early, where you said you were a lover of all, all things food. Oh, but yes. You, but you had one thing that you didn't enjoy. Oh, yeah. Cilantro. Yeah. And for me, uh, the, uh, the European, it's, um, it's uh, what was it? I looked it up. Because I, I, I was not a, I, I did coriander. That's the one. Oh right. Yeah. So I'm 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 European from Sweden. Uh, nice. So for me, cilantro was like, what what is that? I have to Google it. It is a terrible herb like thing that is disgusting and should never be grown. It no, tastes it's disgusting it's, like it's soap. Brilliant. Cilantro really? though is is like the one thing I've, I've noticed is you either love it or you hate it. There's no middle ground. There's actually a gene. Yeah. There's something in, yeah. Um, I recently had my DNA tested. Uh, my my partner yeah. bought me the little kit and whatnot because I was trying to figure out which parts of Africa my ancestors may have come from. Anyway, yeah. long story. Point is, there's a gene. And so when I got my report back, it actually said, oh, you should not like cilantro. And I was like, I don't. Oh. <laughs> Surprise. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, then you wouldn't for uh, $25 for a week have everything you eat just taste slightly, slightly of cilantro. Uh, everything I eat? Yeah. 
No. Every food, not, no. <laughs> not drinks, just food. Just, uh... Just solids, just slightly. There's not like a full, because cilantro has a very overpowering taste. It's just it really that does. fine little, little hint. For how much? 25. 25 per meal? Uh, no, just $25 mm. for a week. Um, uh, I could probably do one meal a day for $25 for a week. I could, I could, I could do that. Could I get you mm, one meal? I can't get you lower for, let's just say for a day. Could I get you down to 20? Another 20. One day every meal or one day one meal? One day every meal. Yes, I will do one day every meal for $20. Yeah, perfect. That's that's good. I can't get you lower than 20. Say, no, I no? hate cilantro. One, one day is enough. <laughs> Honestly, I might just decide to fast that day. <laughs> do that. <laughs> no, that's cheating. That's cheating. You can't cheat the system. <laughs> you're, you're doing very well so far. It's two questions oh, okay. in. We have 11 questions total. Do you like uh, cilantro? Did you I say that you, you I, do like I coriander? Am, I, I, I do. I'm, I'm one of those people. Mm. Uh, people say it tastes like a detergent, like washing detergent. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> but then again, I'm you like also, washing detergent. Yeah. <laughs> I drink it straight out of the tap. That's maybe why I'm so weird. <laughs> definitely. That is definitely why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're the reason Tide Pods now has that warning. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I get the feeling you're not easily uh, uh, ashamed of yourself. Um, I try not to be. Yeah. yeah? <laughs> uh, how, how do you feel about uh, first impressions, like making the, the wrong first impression? Um, I do not like messing up the first time. I, I want people to understand that I am... Uh, I'm a good person. I'm I'm somebody they should want to know. And if I've done something to make a bad first impression, it kind of sits on me. All right. Now this next question is going to be a bit tricky. I think for fifty dollars, would you go up to a random stranger on the street and tell them they're ugly? Um. You never have to meet I, the person can again. Can I be in a town that I won't be in again? Can I yes, be somewhere you, new? You, you, it'll just be a random stranger that you'll never meet again. Okay. Let's go yeah, up to as them. As long and... as I, I live in a very small town, so I wouldn't want to do it here. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. if I could go somewhere else and know that I'm never going to see this person again for $50. Yeah, I can tell somebody they're ugly for $50. Perfect. Well, could I talk you down to maybe... 30? I I I don't know. I don't want to hurt their feelings too bad. Um and you'll have to convince them. It's, it, it, it can't be like jokingly, you're ugly. Hey. You'll have to be convincingly like, hey. No, I can't do that for $30. It would make me too sad. I would feel really, really guilty. Unless unless I got to pick the person. So if you put me on a random street. And yeah. then gave me 10 minutes to pick a person to tell that they are ugly. Then I could do it. Yeah. For, for $30. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But you have to give me time to pick them because yeah. I want to see who's acting ugly. <laughs> and, <laughs> and walk up to them and be like, no, no, I saw you. You yeah, littered. Yeah, yeah. You're an ugly person. <laughs> I, I, can, I can agree to that. That, that. that sounds like a good time. 
Awesome. Yeah, I don't know if you listened to my episode. I'm a terrible person. I I, I think I went down to 25 for, for this question. No, no, you went down to a dollar. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I did listen to your episode and you legit <laughs> said, no, I'll do it for a dollar. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tried to be nice. Very hard. <laughs> I tried to be nice. Save I some face. <laughs> Sorry. I'm also the truth teller. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, three questions down. Now we're getting into the three digit numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with a hundred dollar question, uh, Nikki. Yes. Would you for a week speak only in Smash Mouth lyrics? Again, with your work, w- would this be too tr- too tricky for you? It would literally. I, I literally could not do it because um, the only song I know from Smash Smash Mouth is yeah. um, All Star. Of course, classic. <laughs> and while that I know. Every word to All Star. <laughs> I don't think I could use that repeatedly enough to get through an entire week of interaction interactions, especially tell, especially when I do three podcasts. Yeah, tell tell you what, you'd have an innate knowledge of every this like the full discography of Smash Mouth. Well, how many how many albums is that? Oh, I mean. Uh... The joys of being at the computer. I can look it up. Yay! <laughs> um, I know it's ended with "You're a Believer" because that's a cursed song that ends bands. Aww. Did you know about that? No, but it's pretty a much good song. every it is. But pretty much every band that's made a cover of "Believer" has pretty recently after that broken up. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so well, you think people would stop making covers of it? You'd think. You know, whatever. Oh wow, yeah. they have a lot. They have a lot. They are they a big. Have... Like, well, they they are they they were a big band for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so yes, uh, and for a hundred dollars, I have to do this for a week. Yes. Um, you know, that's seven days. Make it one forty. That's twenty a day, and I'll do it. And I can't get you down to maybe 120. Mm. There's a lot of more songs that just smash both. So you could use, like, you have to piece enough, piece enough of the mm-hmm. words together to make it recognizable to a song. But you yeah. can still, like, kind of chop it up. I figured, I figured that. Um, yeah. And and you know what? If you're buying six days of my my silliness, I'll give you the seventh for free. Sure, one twenty. One twenty. There we go, Nikki. You are smashing through these. <laughs> I hope that's okay. Should I slow down? Do no, 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 no. This is perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just uh, I know my worth. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're not like me and Ainsley. You're just like willing to sell out. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't I, know. Maybe I, could... I've got I've I've got big dreams, and I need this money to run my startup. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're not you're not like uh, you're not like uh, me and Ainsley. We're we're bartenders, so we're we're used oh. to serving and then being like the the butt end. How long have you been a bartender? Uh, I've been a bartender for about eight years now, actually. Uh, oh, well, you love it. I, d- I do. Well, bartender for the last two years, but I'm working in the restaurant a- 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 industry for eight, eight close to eight years. Going oh, wow. like from busboy to I worked in the kitchen. I've 
done dishes, waiting tables now lately bartended. It's hard now mm-hmm. being in a pandemic. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, Sweden luckily has not been in lockdown yet. So mm-hmm. I still have a job. It's good to have a job. <laughs> yeah. It's always good to have a job. But yeah. I've always thought that in and of itself, the job would be so much fun. Oh, it is. It, it, yeah. it, is, a, it, it is both the best job and the worst job in the world. Uh, yeah. Because you're, it, it's a very hectic and stressful industry. Everything ex- is expected of you for a very... Well... To be fair, here in Europe and especially in Sweden, we have a very, we have very very good words, very good wages. Uh, mm. In comparison to, well, I don't know how it is in Canada, but at least in the U.S., it's terrible. It is uh, terrible. Yes, I, I'm originally from California, oh, and yeah. um, several of my friends and family members have worked in the serving industry, yeah. and I've also um, seen it across the country. And in some parts of the U.S., they make two dollars an hour yeah to be a server it is ridiculous that it and at is. least in canada many of our servers um are making living wages yeah but that's not even mandatory i mean the, the minimum wage up here for a tipped wage is something like 12 dollars an hour or something yeah. like that um but it, it's still it's it's not enough it's not enough no there we go. So minimum wage here in Sweden is for a waiter of my kind of expertise is sixteen dollars. Oh, close to seventeen dollars an hour. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, and wow, that is excluding. Fantastic. Yeah, and we have as well uh, unusual hours extra. So when you're like working late nights or weekends, you get an extra after a certain amount of time. So if you work nights on the weekends you get an added bonus of, I think, around 10% added to your salary. Wow. Yeah. That is so neat. See, that's the kind of programs I would love to see implemented in North America world yeah. and worldwide, you know, yeah. truly. I, I feel like those are, are rights. If you're working and you, you know, you're in this industry and it, you're doing a job that I don't think could be automated um, no. at, at least not correctly because no. part of the experience part of uh, going to a bar is the experience yeah. and interacting with the bartender and getting to talk. Like I love to go to yeah. uh, the pub or my local bar and have a whiskey and just sit. And the only person I will interact with inside the entire building is the bartender. Yeah. So it's, I, I think to it's, me, a very, it's a service. Yeah, it is. It is a very special thing. We have a brand, a, a brand of restaurants here, a chain mm-hmm. called Vapiano. I don't know if they're a thing. I've never heard of overseas. Them. No. So they have a. When you enter, you get a. You get a small card, uh, like a mm-hmm. touch and go card, and then you walk up to and all. They have separate open kitchens mm-hmm. where the chef only makes one dish. Oh, and they wow. have a bar, so you have good to first off sit by the table, order from a tablet, and then the tablet will kind of uh, beep when your d- dinner's done, and you have to walk up to the chef to get your thing, walk back to your table. There are no waiters. You have to walk up to the bartender, order at the bar, and then go back and sit down. And I think the worst experience I had there was when I, me and my family went there, and we went to kind of the hostess and asked, like, oh, yeah, we're a group of five. Do you have a table? And she says, I don't know. You'll have to go inside and look. Oh. So I was like, what? 
What is this? I, I wouldn't go. I simply oh. would not go. That I would that have turned around the, and walked away. Yeah. <laughs> the, the food was all right, but the, the kind of you, you miss the pampering of going to right. a restaurant when someone yeah. waits on you. That's kind of why you go. You don't want to eat. That is well, literally the reason I go. Yeah, I go because if I'm eating out, even I mean, I have I've eaten out twice during this pandemic. Yeah, I don't know something very very small amount of numbers. Yeah, um, but if I'm if I'm going into a restaurant, it's because I want that interaction. I want you know. I want somebody to bring me water and yeah. I want somebody to ask me if I want dessert yeah. and to tell, you know, to ask if my food is okay. And yeah. all of those things, all of yeah. those things. When I realized off the top of my head that I need ranch dressing, I don't want to have to get up and go walk to the refrigerator. That's why I went yeah. to a restaurant today. Yeah. The, the one thing I ask is don't snap your fingers, but. Oh, never. Oh, oh no. that That's no. the worst. That's the worst. No, yeah. the actual worst is when someone whistles at you. <laughs> I that can't is. imagine. I cannot imagine. I, I look at, at, I've had so many servers in my life that I look at these, the people doing these jobs yeah. as workhorses because they are, they're working their asses yeah. off. I cannot stand it when I see people treating servers with disrespect. No. It infuriates me. Yeah. My my child uh, is 13 yeah. and I have taught her from a very young age. Okay, you always tip 20% and yeah. then everything else is a bonus, but you yeah. have to do this much because you know you have to you're you're paying for the service. Yeah. And whatnot. And yeah. um so, so now whenever she wants to go out, she always takes into account that tips are not included and she'll say, Okay, I have ten dollars in my account. Mom, I need, you know, three extra dollars so that I can do this yeah. get this one thing and I can tip well. <laughs> and I'm like, Good, I'm so glad I taught you this. I'm so glad I can see it, you know. I am very proud. My yes. my little waiter heart is being warmed. It's just one thing for her. I, I she knows yeah. that these people work hard. She knows that um, it's a job and it's worthy of respect. Yeah. Um. One of the big things I'm against is classism and uh, this idea that if you're in a serving serving position that you are somehow inferior to the guy with an MBA, yeah. to the CEO. And yeah. that's not the case. And that's yeah. something I've been hoping to teach her that, you know, she can literally do anything in the world and it doesn't make her any less yeah. because of it. Waiting and bartending in general has gone very much up and down in popularity over the years. Yeah. Uh, it was at one point the lowest of the low class job. And at some point it was a very high end job. And now it's kind of petering in the middle. Um, yeah, I, I I enjoy it. It's a very fun business to be in, and I'm one of these few people that I know, at least, uh, that I I went in it with uh, wholehearted, and you know, I wanted to make a living of it. That's but, really cool. Yeah. Well, uh, more uh, not not to talk about work, but you are doing you're uh, big into tabletop RPGs. I heard as well. I am. Yeah. What's your system? Okay, I love Savage Worlds. I love Savage. Savage. Oh yeah, yeah. That's um, I haven't played, but it's the that's a modular one, right? Kind of like GURPS, isn't it? 
GURPS. I don't know what that is. Uh, hey. Savage Worlds is is actually really similar to D&D in my opinion, oh, yeah. um, except that it has a lot more uh, places you can play, uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess, um, you know, settings. So they yeah. have um, the sci-fi, they have the, the Deadlands, which is sort of like... Um, Western isn't that Western? Yeah. yeah, they have the noir. Um, you know, they have fantasy companions, all these things, and um, so I'm involved in every campaign that I'm involved in right now is a yeah. Savage Worlds campaign. We're That's doing cool. um, a fantasy campaign and a sci-fi campaign, and then I'm running a 1920s ish kind of um, uh, paranormal campaign. Yeah. So there's a little bit of magic. There's a lot of paranormal stuff. You know, they're going to encounter the bad guys and um, meet fairies and get to know a Bigfoot. And it's going to be this whole interesting thing. That's, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been I've been mostly playing uh, D&D 5e with my friends. Oh, wow. I'm the yeah. resident forever DM. Uh, that's because awesome. I, I own most of the books. <laughs> uh, I bought a second PHB just to have two at hand. Uh, I'm, oh, that wow. ho- uh, I'm that kind of I'm that kind of DM. You're that uh, guy, yeah. Yeah. See, uh, and I found the cost of the books prohibitive. Yeah, they are That's expensive. One reason I haven't gotten into D and D in particular. Savage yeah. Worlds, I was a- able to get from friends and whatnot, but D and D is just so expensive. It's about sixty dollars a book here, uh, and I have too many. <laughs> Uh, and I kind of collect weird systems that I never play but I want to play so I bought bought Shadowrun just to have Shadowrun but Mm -hmm. I mean it's so hard to get into I have Mm -hmm. some really old Swedish uh, the equivalent of D&D but the Swedish version which is a very Mm -hmm. interesting uh, D100 system where you incrementally get better when you fail Um, oh that sounds cool yeah, well, I recently bought uh, Cyberpunk Red, uh, so and, uh, I'm going to try to get a campaign of that going. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, D&D and role-playing games has been a big part of my life for a long, long time. That's uh, fantastic. Yeah, now uh, we're doing a podcast radio play almost with mm-hmm. um, Hainsley and his other podcast, React and Serve, which... Um, kind of was the bartending podcast where we swapped industry stories and everything so i kind of i dm that and yeah ainsley has never played any role-playing game before this and uh, his co-host marco for uh, uh, react and serve has played a lot of dnd so it was very fun to kind of try to balance the complete new newbie and the more vet- veteran player yeah was it a one-off or are you tr- trying to do a whole campaign for him? We're doing uh, kind of a mini-series. Uh, so we have I th- 11 episodes out now, I think. Yeah, 10 episodes out. Now. And they're That's like f- 15, 15, 20 minutes a pop. Uh, very mm-hmm. he- highly edited. He shot himself in the foot with that. It's very highly, uh, highly edited and uh, more akin to a radio play. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I had a point to this. Which comes back to the $250 questions, Nikki. Uh, not to do with uh, tabletop RPGs, but board games in general. Yeah. For $250, uh, could you challenge a kid to a board game, put, uh, intentionally lose, and then flip the table and rage, uh, rage out? Like, kind of just like, you know, huffing, flipping the table. Uh, um, 
stereotypical that guy sour sour loser yeah okay for 250 am i allowed to go back in and give the kid a some some sort of reward and apologize for my behavior afterwards yeah 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 that's oh, up to you the, yeah. the, the thing is just to kind of like act out uh, yeah, I'll I'll do that for two fifty. Yep, I'll do that for two fifty. But I'm gonna I'm gonna bring back something. So, yep. Can I get you down to one hundred? <laughs> Corrective experience. <laughs> How much? Yeah, uh, can I get you down to one hundred fifty? No. No. Uh... No. I was I was struggling to justify it in my head at, at two fifty. Yeah. I, uh, I really two mm, hundred. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I can. I can do two hundred. I can yeah. do two hundred, but we're staying there. We're staying there. All right. We're 200. staying at two hundred. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mess with this kid's mind, this hypothetical child, and have their heart broken. And they're like, "That's how adults act." And, and no, wait. He, he'll be so happy. Like, yeah, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I can flip That's tables. That's a horrible too. thing to teach a child. <laughs> No, and then I would I would have to come back in and say that was a bad way to behave. Here's a candy yeah. bar or a stuffy or you know, let's play again. You are a good yeah. winner. And then I would crush him. <laughs> Let me actually show you how it's done. <laughs> yeah. My niece, my niece just took up chess. She's um eight, she'll be nine in April. Yeah. And uh she took up chess recently, and so I'm playing with her online and it's so much fun. Yep. But um, I think she expected me to lose to her more often, yeah, or ever, because I don't, <laughs> I don't lose on purpose. It's not a thing I do. <laughs> what do you mean? So, Building self-esteem through winning? No, says, I break he, her down so, and build her up. Well, she she messages me and she says, you know, how did you get so good at this? Yep. And I said, years of practice. And if you want, we can talk on the phone and I will walk you through your moves and teach you to be better. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to lose to you. It's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> it's kind of like me, with me and friends when we play Magic the Gathering over the countertop. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I, I, bring, I, I'm, I, I, I like to build decks and kind mm-hmm. uh, of fun uh, find cool interactions with cards and then my right. other my, my I have a friend who's kind of new into the game and he he likes to try and break the game and he finds these really niche uh, interactions that are amazingly innovative and very cool but he can't get them to play so oh. I, and I have my you know standard I like oh, oh yeah I have a gimmick and it works really well so I kind of mm. swarm the board or whatever, or just counter everything he does. And he's like, oh, why do you always play these good, really good decks? And I'm like, I don't want to play any of your decks anymore. I'm like, no, oh, sorry, but <laughs> I play to win. Right. I am the dual right. master. It's like, and that's how you get better. That's yeah. the only way they're going to get better. Yeah. You know? And it, 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 it gives him an incentive to get better deck building because he wants to beat my decks. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. So we can jump into the $500 question. This is going to take a little, little offshoot, I think, uh, because I, I, I tried to play to your uh, American heritage with uh, (laughs) conspiracy theories. Which is a rampant in, in, oh the, my in God. your part of the land. 
And so my favorite conspiracy theory, <laughs> I check up on them every now and again. So for $500, you get these, but everyone in your life believes in flat earth. I, so I take $500. Yes. And then everybody in my life becomes a flat earther? Absolutely yes. not. No. 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 No amount of money would make that okay for me. No? Uh, no. I, I love flat earthers. I'll, let, me, let me tell you. I, I look up them. I check up on them every once in a while. I think they're hilarious. Oh, you think they're funny? Yeah. I disagree. I am sorry. I just dropped my pencil case. <laughs> no worries. No worries. No, I, I am I am not amused by flat earthers. No? I think they are. They feed into the dangerous um, mechanism that is conspiracy theories. It makes me so sad. Um, oh, and it I starts just... with something like fat, flat earthers and we're like, ha ha. And then, you know, we have Pizzagate all over again. I'm not uh, I don't think I'm familiar with Pizzagate, actually. Lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> let's not let's, let's not, not ruin let's your not. first recording by telling you about it on air. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll take that when the recording ends. Yeah. Uh, so no no amount of money. Then I'll scrap that question. Then we'll go on to my backup question, because looking at your form, you're a big coffee drinker. Yeah. So for five hundred dollars, every cup of coffee you drink from uh, from now on is just slightly too cold. Aww. Just that. For for five hundred. Yes. It's not cold. It's just pre precisely on okay. that border of for drinkable. How long? Say a year. For a year. Yes. For five hundred. All right. All right. I'll All right. Do it. Can yeah. I get you down to four hundred? Four hundred. That's no, that's a full 20% off. Uh uh. Yeah. Nah, this is not a coupon nah. game. I no, mean, maybe, no maybe I'll give you, maybe I'll give you 10%. Yeah, you know what? I'll do 450. 450? Yeah. How's 450 sound? I'll Four. drink slightly cold coffee. Uh, how about 420 for just for the memes? All right. All, All right. right. For yes. the memes? For the memes. For the memes. 420, there we go. 420. Slightly cold coffee. Because usually when my coffee is slightly cold, it's because it's 420. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, Nikki, $1,000. The first really big one. Every time you hear an ice cream truck, you have to get to it and eat as much ice cream as you possibly can. Is the ice cream free? The ice cream is free, but you have to eat until you're sick. Until I'm sick? Yes. Okay. Well, there's actually a caveat. I have never heard an ice cream truck in Canada. No? I have been here since 2017, mm -hmm. and never once have I never seen once. an ice cream truck. Never once in huh. all the time I've been here. That's... Hmm. And I, I have a kid. We've spent time at parks, yeah. you know, looking we, for them. Spend time outside, but I, I don't know if I don't know why. Maybe because I'm not in a big town, a big yeah. city. But even where I come from, I mean, I came from a town of the same size in California, and we always had ice cream trucks yeah. year round. Yeah, we have every now and then during the summer here in Sweden. Mm -hmm. But say 
potentially that you had it nor semi-regularly you heard ice cream trucks would you do it i love ice cream yeah would you so love much. ice cream after this stuff but to make okay how sick like do do I have to make myself so sick that I throw up or no, is slightly nauseous acceptable? But I mean, like a proper, it... proper head freeze and stomach ache for like the rest of the day after. Like not. Oh, but like whole day sick, not even like a, I can throw up and feel better sick. Well, yeah, I, guess, I guess you could throw up and feel better sick, but like you, you'd feel okay. it, you know? So it's either all day nauseous or throw up and feel better sick. Yeah. I can I can work with that. Let me think. Okay, and this is for a thousand dollars. And every time I hear a a ice cream truck. And yes, let's yeah. assume let's let's assume I start hearing them once a month. So let's say I have yeah. to do this once a month for a grand. Yeah. Uh and hopefully only during summer because it's far too cold here during the winter. So like three times a year for a thousand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Sylvester. Okay. 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 I'll do it for a thousand. A thousand. Can okay. I get you down to a thousand? A thousand. No, no lower. Nine hundred fifty. Nine fifty. The ice cream is free. Nine fifty. I don't even think nine fifty is going to pay my mortgage. That ice cream is free. The ice cream then is I free. have to go throw up, but throwing up ice cream is not so bad. Yeah. Okay, for nine fifty, can I get advance notice on what days the ice cream truck is coming? Yes, I'll give you that. Deal. Nine fifty then. Nine fifty. Yeah. Perfect. Then I'll just not eat before it shows up, and throwing up ice cream is easy. Yeah, you yeah, have I mean, to throw it's up. It's got to be ice cream. Yeah, I guess so. So we're going to go into a small commercial break. And after okay. that, we'll be back. Hi, I'm Nikki Hafner. I'm Mickey Williams. And we're the host of Happy Not Crappy, your fun and interactive look at the odd, absurd, and uplifting news of the week that you probably missed. Hey, Nikki, I have a story. Really? Lucia de Clerc, the 105-year-old woman up in New Jersey who beat COVID. And she claims it's because of her gin-soaked raisins. Ooh, that sounds good. I have a story, too. Do you? The story of Haley Arsenault, who survived cancer at 10 and now will be the youngest person to go to space. Wow, that's impressive. If you're interested in more stories like these, visit us at crappynot.com. Or you can find us wherever you find your podcasts. We hope to see you soon. We're back from commercial. How was that? <laughs> commercial break. It was great, Ooh, wasn't fun. it? Yeah. I feel so commercial. You feel so commercial. Well, Nikki, it's been a great so far. Uh, oh, words is hard. My s- s- English is my second language. Uh, That's shocking, impressive. I know. But um, so we're back for the last four questions, the really big uh-huh. ones. We're going to have okay. to think. So, okay. the first one, the $25,000 question, Nikki. Right. Your last name is Heffer, wasn't it? Hafner. Hafner, sorry. That's right, uh, Hafner. <laughs> Hafner. That kind of sounds like Hefner. That's where I was going with it. Yeah. Uh, and there's a very famous person called Hefner. 
So, yes. Nikki, for a year and a $25,000, everyone you meet will believe you are actually Hugh Hefner. Just for yes. a, like, the first meeting. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. Let's do, do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, he's dead. He is. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on. Do they think I'm a ghost? Yeah. Like just like first in meeting, you're like, oh hi, I'm 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 uh, I'm Nikki. Okay. Uh, this uh, is sorry. hilarious. <laughs> this is hilarious, and let me tell you why. I am a black woman. Yes. Hugh Hefner was a very white man. Yes. <laughs> it will be very amusing that not only do they mistake me for a white man, but it is a dead one. Yes. <laughs> so you go to introduce yourself like, oh, hi, uh, I'm Nikki Hefner. And they were, did you say Hugh Hefner? Oh, my yes. God. I thought you were dead. <laughs> yes, yes. I will do that all day. Dude, yes. Let's do that. <laughs> So maybe I could get you down uh, pretty far for this. How about 15,000? Uh, 15, words. 15,000. 15. Yes. For a year. Okay. For one year. Can I use it to my advantage by, like, if I contact somebody via email, they're more likely to contact me back and therefore that is have, like, entirely a up to you. People are going to so instantly so believe work. you are Hugh Hefner for the first meeting. And then, you know, funny, like, oh, jokingly, you can joke it off afterward, like, oh, of course I'm not Hugh Hefner. But for right. the first meeting, they are going to, like, 100% believe you are Hugh Hefner. I could take this so far. Yeah. This would be a huge jumping off point. Yeah, I'll do it for 15. 15? Can I get you down 15. to 10? No, we're doing it at 15. You can't keep going. Of course I can. This is my show. <laughs> I make the rules. Fuck you, um, Ainsley. Okay, well, if I take if I take 15 and then I invest that into networking, I think I can do that. But if, I, if yeah. you drop me down to 10, I have less to invest. So I think think it's best if i don't go that low i think we better 15, 15. is your a good one well yeah we'll, we'll lock in fifteen thousand, and you are for a year hugh hefner thank you yeah see i'm not all bad i wonder if i can get onto his property his compound well you could because like mm. for instance your first introductions they are going to believe you are hugh hefner right and you're gonna be like, oh you're back sir i thought you died <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's gonna be so funny. Yeah, and he it's died like what like five years ago. Happening. I yeah, I think he died like five years ago as well. So it's gonna something be something like that. Look. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, let me let me look. Yeah, he he died four years ago. Four oh, years. Sad. So yeah. I have been dead for four years. Yeah, but I'm gonna go to the ranch, and they're gonna give it back to me. Yeah, I've decided. <laughs> I'm just gonna claim this white man's life. It is gonna be fantastic. Yes, that sounds good. Well, I'm good. I had at least uh, one really good question. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a lot of good questions. Uh, perfect. Just, I'm just a stickler. Yeah. <laughs> I value, uh, yes, this is hypothetical money, and I know that. But in my yeah. head, I'm like, I can make real money. <laughs> if I really money. had this hypothetical money, I could do so much. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to potentially give you a lot more hypothetical money because you are an author as well. Yeah. I did not find, I, 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 try, I did my normal like, kind of like 
uh, Lacey stalking and looked you up. Now I heard you, dog. Yeah, they heard a sound. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Go no ahead. worries. No worries. Tell me a bit about what you're writing, because I think I, oh. I spotted some sci-fi when I browsed your Twitter. Yes, I am writing a story, a novel. Um, well, it's finished and it's currently up for uh, for grabs. If you know an agent or a publisher who might yeah. be interested in this in this novel um, about a five thousand year old immortal woman who uh, was captured about three hundred years ago, and in the story takes place in the future and um she basically had her memory wiped and she's been experimented on and whatnot and now earth is about to be invaded by an alien force and she is the only person who can help because she's immortal and she's got powers and there's a whole backstory to that yeah um yeah so that's pateria and um either if i don't find somebody at the next pit mad on march 4th um we are going to pursue self-publishing that sounds amazing well for this question the fifty thousand dollar question not only would you be a famous uh, like you would your book would be world famous but the caveat is it will be only thrashy romance okay i have a novella that is the same character but in a trashy romance. Can I publish yeah. that instead? Yeah. And it will become like a world famous book. Think like done. Like <laughs> Twilight. Think Twilight. It will be that kind of love hate. Uh-huh. But you're so world I get, famous. I get the money now. And then yeah. on top of that, do I get the sales? Yes, but every everything you write will be that kind of trashy romance. Kind of think like I suburban. Write or yeah, just everything the thing I'm publishing. No, no, now? E- everything you write from then oh. on kind of like this like suburban mom softcore smuts romance book so I, I i can't have a normal career as well no no you're killing me dude no, i can't yeah. say yes to that i have too many big dreams i'm writing i'm writing handbooks i'm writing sci-fi novels i mean my sci-fi novel it Yo, goes you back can, you into can, it, but but it will always be like you can write about whatever but it will always harken back to this like well fiction let me tell all of every fiction book you write well you can do in every setting you want but it will harken back to this trashy romance novel uh genre as well i can't do that to my craft i can't do that to my art it, it would kill oh. me inside. I mean, I can I can write trashy novels, yeah. but I've got and I, maybe we can maybe we can maybe we can negotiate. Maybe I have to put out a certain number of trashy novels a year, All and right. then I can also write my other stuff on the side. Think, are you an anime fan? I have to... liked some anime. All right, because I'm I'm trying to 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 uh, to connect a reference here. Do you know the anime Little Witch Academia? No. No. Okay. Well, then the reference falls flat. Um, <laughs> say you'll have you'll you'll be a famous author for this one yeah. series that you'll have to put out a book once every two years. Okay. And you have to. Uh, it has to be a thrashy romance long-running series that always has to upscale 
with each book going. So you have to okay. kind of like always outdo yourself with the trashiness and the romance and everything. So you'll have to like build and build and build. Okay, I can easily do that. As long, but I as long as it can't be my only project. No, you're free to as pursue long as other I'm projects, to have but you are you'll, you'll other have... books and other stuff that's not trashy romances. Yeah, I mean, I can do that. Yes, but you'll yeah. always be known as the the uh, the author of those trashy novels. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I will be the Stephanie Myers as long as yeah. I've also written the Frankenstein. You know. Yeah, yeah, I, you, I, you're free I, to I want to be the Stephanie Myers who wrote Frankenstein, and then I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to be Ma- Mary Shelley underneath the Stephanie Myers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Would so you... people can read my my trashy romance, and that can be all they know me for, and that's okay. Or they can say, "I can't believe she wrote this trashy romance when she's capable of writing Frankenstein." Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, I, I I used to I used to be a big Twilight fan. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. when I was 15, woof, it came yeah. out at, at a good time in my life. Uh, yeah. But my, I have a certain fondness for the host, which I think is oh. a superior. I haven't reread it in a while. Right. But I, I, I enjoy the host more than I, I, I did Twilight. I think that okay. was better written. Uh, right. I mean, she has some skewed views. Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't, I, as I said, I haven't reread the books in a long time, but I enjoyed the host more. And I thought that was just a better written book. Right. Uh, than right. Twilight ever was. Right. Yeah. Twilight was not great. <laughs> it was. I read, I read them all. I read all four books. Um, and by the fourth one, I was definitely sitting back and saying, this woman has lost her mind. Yeah. Uh, so that is part of it. But. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say something really sad now. On my yeah. shelf in my bookcase, I have all four, four books. And I have The Unfortunate Second Life of Bree Tanner. Uh, I don't even know what that shelf. is. It's a kind of short story written um, about this newborn vampire in uh, the third book. I can't oh. remember. It's a completely different. They, they kind of save her in the end. She's a like a minor character. The Cullens save, and then she gets killed because they saved her. And it's that one is actually pretty good written. Like you wouldn't believe it's Stephanie Meyer. And like, mm-hmm. why is this not dead? You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, we we got we got off track. Uh, I could talk about books all day. I'm sorry. Same, to be honest. Uh, but. You agreed to the 50,000. Could you go down to 45? With the one, to recap, the the one, you're known for this thrashy romance novel, but you're free to pursue other projects, but you are only, you're like, your main um, focus of uh, fandom is this thrashy romance novel. All right, we can go to 45. 45? We'll yes. lock you in at 45. Yes, we'll lock that in. I'm just throwing money at you. Yes. And I'm not fame. Cheap, fame and but fortune. I am worth it. I I do believe that. <laughs> uh two questions left. How are you feeling, Nikki? 
I'm doing really well. Yeah. Are you enjoying I'm excited yourself? about being a famous author. I'm yeah. having a good time. I, I think I'm making a lot of money. I'm ready. I, you are you are breezing through this. You are making you're making up for I think you're gonna take the top spot. I'm I'm not sure. I haven't counted <laughs> yet. But it might you might actually take the top spot. Usurping me. We will see. We will see. We will see. Uh, for the second to last question, Nikki, these are yeah. the $100,000 question. Oh, wow. Okay. For $100,000, would you allow a, mis- a certain Mr. Donald Trump to couch surf in your apartment for a year? No. No? No. Hard, hard pass for no amount of money. Certainly not a hundred thousand. Okay, hold on. Wait, yeah. back up. If I allow him to come stay here, yeah. Does he have to listen to me? Can I treat him like a child? You're allowed to treat him however you like. He has to stay at your place and kind of like give you a bit of board because you're you're putting up. You're doing him a favor. He's out on his luck. He's lost. His house or whatever. His wife kicked him out. What's her face? M Melania. Melania, that's the one. She's mm-hmm. kicked him out. He's been a bad boy. So he, he gets the boot. And you, being a good Samaritan, allows him to couch surf on your couch for a year. And you can, you know, like, he's cordial as he can be. You can strike up okay. a conversation and try okay. to change him. Now, he doesn't need to actually be on the couch, right? I can put him in the spare bedroom? Yeah, 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 of course, of course. Okay, okay. And um, he'll pay for his upkeep. I don't have to worry about finding a caviar supplier. No, 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 no. He'll he'll pay okay. for his own meals and, you know, he'll okay. bring all the, the I guess, perks of being him. He'll, so he'll be like a mate. Yeah, yeah. And... He'll, he'll, he'll be like a mate that, that you kind of give, give your couch to for a while or your spare bedroom. Huh. Huh, 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 huh. Okay, I would do that if he enrolled in my Rebel Revolution program. You can where he certainly would have try to, go... to to convince him to do it. No, no, no. It would be a. It would have to be a thing. <laughs> yeah. I would only be willing to host him if he also enrolled in the Rebel Revolution. And we could give him classes on not being a terrible human being. Yeah. How about Yeah, that would be the way. Mm-hmm. How about how about he'll he'll not only like enjoy the class like go to the classes and he'll he'll do his damnedest to try for ninety thousand. He's actually gonna try? Okay. Okay, okay. He, he's he's still gonna be 90. Donald Trump, you know. I understand. He's still going to, um, but if he's, if he's willing to go to the classes yeah. and he's willing to try and he has his own room that I can say, get out, go, go get out of the living room and go to your room. <laughs> go to your room, Mr. Trump. Go to your room, Mr. Trump. <laughs> and I can, he, he's going to try to be better. He's going to take my classes and actually learn what it means yeah. to, to, to have privilege and try not to use it to harm others. Yeah, I'll do it for 90. 90? I'll do it for 90, but I can't go lower than that because I'm going to have to send my kid away during the year. Oh, uh, yeah. You can't have a well, teenage girl around Donald Trump. That that, just... that is that is straight up truth. $90,000 and Donald Trump will live in your spare bedroom for a year and try to be a better person. 
I okay. love it. I okay. love it. Yes. That that I cannot be happier with that question. I <laughs> that, that, I'm that glad it worked out. Day. Yeah. I'm glad it worked out for you. Well, I have to live with an orange. Yeah, that's true. An orange <laughs> with a wig. Have you <sighs> speaking of oranges with wigs, have you seen the show um Spitting Image? I have not. What's it about? Oh, Spitting Image is an old British show where they use kind of like puppets uh, uh-huh. to characterize uh, politicians and famous people. And they, they've made a completely like uh, new, uh, new coming, like the new series, which is so funny um, where they have like, they made Corona, the coronavirus, a character, and they're, it's kind of, you know, dating Donald Trump. And it's so funny. Uh, remind me, I'll send you uh, uh, the trailer. It's I would love that. I would absolutely it, it is, love it that. It is pure British satirical humor with the kind of uh, current What's political figure. A spitting image. My uh, partner is very good at finding those shows. Yeah. So I will just have him find it for us. Yeah. And we will watch it. It's uh, it's it's all up on YouTube. It's so funny. Uh and really really dry British humor which I adore. Um uh, uh but yeah. That's fantastic. I love uh the thin blue line. That's um I think that's what it's called with uh Rowan Ax- Ax- I can't say his last name. I can't say it either. I know him. Oh my goodness! What's up? Well, with I don't us? know him. Know him. <laughs> and and here we are talking for a living. Huh. Yeah. Um, yes, but him, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Bean, is is what my child would say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I I loved that, and it was a lot yeah. of that dry humor too. Yeah, like uh, there's also like Black Adder, which is love Black Adder. Yeah. That's have some funny you, uh, stuff. Uh, have you seen Black Books? No. Oh, that that's also gr- really good, like uh, old school British. I can't for the life of me remember his name, but he's a, he's a Scots uh, stand-up comedian. Uh, and it's about this uh, guy uh, called mm. Bernard Black, and he runs mm. a used bookstore, and he hates Ooh. people going in to buy his books. I have seen that. Uh, I've seen. I it must have been a short or something, because I've seen a. Um, they they've made three uh, three seasons. It's a. Oh my gosh, it sounds so funny. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, you, you, I, I think it, as a lover of books, you would love it. Um, I, my favorite part is when he 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 hires this guy right to to kind of help him at the store. And yeah. he goes out and he comes back and all the books are sold. And he, he goes like, what have you done? Where are all the <laughs> books? The books are gone. Mm. And it, the, his assistant goes, well, I sold them. And why did you do that? Now I have to all go and order new books. I don't even know where to order new books. So he goes to the phone and goes like, hello, can I order more books? <laughs> it's, it's so funny. <laughs> I'm, I can't even see it and I'm laughing. So yes, yeah. it sounds like how I would be if I owned a bookstore. And that's like my dream. I would love to own a bookstore yeah. <laughs> slash coffee shop. 
So uh, yeah, D- uh, Dylan Moran is his name. The guy that um, uh, plays the character of uh, Bernard Black. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. That sounds hilarious. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. I will check it out. And I was introduced by it, funnily enough, by my best friend, whose also name is Bernard. Ooh. It's like, oh, I have to watch this show. And then when I found out <laughs> his name was Bernard, it's like, Bernard, do you like this show just because it, 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 your name, your he has the same name as you? And it's like, no. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> of course. Well, Nikki. We come up to the last question. The big money. The $250,000 question. A quarter of a million. Quarter of a million. And I have a question for you before I I do my my big task or question. Are you forgetful? Yes. Oh, this is going to be tricky for you then. I named this question the Schrodinger's Things. So, okay. for $250,000, for a year, every time you put something in a box or close in a room, there's a 50-50 chance that something in that room or box is just gone. Oh, crap. Okay. And okay, you, will not, you will not know until you, can like, say, for instance, you, you open your drawer to uh, grab your pens and you... you, you, you as, as you approach the drawer, you're like, are the pens in the drawer or not? I can't tell until I open the drawer. Right. But there might be or there might not be pens in that drawer. And that right. can go for anything. As, as right. soon as you enter a room or is about to enter a room or about to open something, it's right. like, huh. Say, for instance, it, it could go in your favor. Like, say, for instance, if you have uh, Donald Trump couch surfing have to go into his room for whatever reason it's like donald trump may be gone yeah but it could also work in a detriment say if you were to go to say goodnight to your kid she might be gone too detriment are you sure that's how that works maybe (laughs) i'm just kidding um okay so okay some caveats is okay You've already said I could lose my kid. So obviously I can lose important things. Yeah. They're, the they're things not lost forever. Back? They're not lost forever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so Donald might be back the next time I yeah. open the door. Yeah. Okay. Um I would never know where I put things and I would be so upset all of the time. <laughs> um for 200 I don't know if I could do it for 250. The peace of mind I would lose is substantial i'd be having to pay for therapy to deal with the constant not knowing like oh my gosh i don't know my child's home (laughs) (laughs) would drive me crazy okay okay what if we say i can't lose how how i can't lose people you can't lose people you can't lose people and it's only one object per room but it's a random object Okay. Anything non-living yes. I'm willing I'm willing to do for 250. I think maybe possibly. How about for half a year and it's something you're looking for. 
non-living so thing. I, it's just uh, a fifty percent chance if you're going to say going to okay. into your fridge to grab a, a, a jug of milk for your coffee. Yes, you go okay, up to question. the refrigerator. Yep. If if say I know I bought milk, but yes. I have two refrigerators in my house. Yes. So I let's say I don't know which fridge I put it in because I'm forgetful like that. Yeah. I go to the first fridge and I look. Is there a 50-50 chance it'll be there because I'm looking there? Or yes. is it only in the fridge I deposited the item in? It's it it's it's kind of a spin of the Schrodinger's experiment. Before you open the drawer, it's both there and not there. Yeah. So let let's let's change away from fridges and milk yeah. because that's gonna get confusing. <laughs> I, I walk in the house and I have my keys in my hand. Yes. In in a normal sober, I have not smoked today day, I yep. hang those keys on the hook. <laughs> yeah. In your experiment, I am about to leave. I go to get my keys off the hook. They may or may not be there, correct? Yes. Okay. Now, if in my search for my keys, because I am forgetful, yeah. I may have left the keys in my purse. Yes. And I see the keys are not on the hook. I walk over to my purse and I open them. There's a 50-50% chance that the keys are in there. Even though I put them on the hook? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes, I, I will do that for six like, months. Two, as, as you're looking for something, mm -hmm. everything you open mm -hmm. has a 50-50 chance of containing the thing you're looking for or not containing the thing you're looking for. I will do that for 250. That is a superpower, my dude. Yeah? Yeah. Could I get you <laughs> down me? to... For me, that is a superpower because I can literally spend hours looking for things. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to be honest, I am the same. I would love that power. How about, <laughs> but since we're going like that, how about we're doing it for 190? Um, 190, I, I think you're lowballing me. Yeah, I, I, I am. Think, I'm giving you a superpower and money. Yeah, but you're also now you know I want it, and you're like, I I'm do. gonna see how low I can get her. <laughs> and I should have, I should have, I should have pulled up that poker face a little sooner. Yeah. Um. You know what? Uh. If we're going from two fifty to one ninety, that's far too far. That's sixty. Yeah. So let's let's ha let's have it. Let's meet you in the middle, and we'll do two twenty. 220. How about 200 even? How about 225? How about 220 and 100? I don't even know if that makes sense. It does. It yeah. does to me. Okay, so 220100. Yes. Okay. Okay, deal. Deal? Deal. So if my pen can work 2200 no no 200 <laughs> 100 there we go $220,100 richer yes. and everything you're looking for has a 50-50% chance of just appearing in whatever you're looking for <laughs> I think that's a pretty good deal that's not bad that's know, not right? bad it, it went from something extremely panic-inducing to something very, very positive in just yeah, a few like a changes. Lot of your, 
a lot of your questions did that. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I do. I, I do enjoy questions that makes you kind of it, it can be a both a detriment and something hilarious. Yeah, for and sure. I, I do like that. So, Nikki. Yeah. Did you have fun? I did. This was a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you think how, how well do you think you did? Well, I, I actually just pulled out my calculator and did yeah. math. So. Yeah, shit. <laughs> I, I did as well. <laughs> I think I did very, very well. Now, I don't know how I stand on your leaderboard. So um, in comparison, I don't know how I did. Hopefully enough to um, purchase a real sound booth because those dogs yeah. are loud, hey? <laughs> yeah. Well, they've been good. They've been good. They, I've only, they were they've, really they've only, good. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so oh, I was just saying, so yeah, I think I did really well. Um, yes. I hope that this is enough. I don't know if my math matches yours, so go for it. Uh, I'm so a nerd to have kept track. Uh, just for fun, I actually added up the, the, the vanilla amounts of what we're giving away in this fictional world where I have infinite amounts of money and can hand people uh, like go up to random people and say, hey, do this for money. So out <laughs> of $426,935, your dignity is going to cost you $371,860. That is what uh, your dignity costs you. Wow. Wow, that is that is a lot of money. That is a lot of money. I can I can get a small house in my town for that. I live on an island, so it's a little bit expensive to buy property, but I can buy a small house in my town for that. I don't know. I, well, dignity. It, my dignity's yeah. not worth much. I can get that. At least you're not taking my integrity. That is true. And I you know what else I get? I get the the Three hundred and seventy some odd thousand dollars, and that's fantastic. But, but I also get the fame and success. Yeah, and I get to change Donald Trump. You do, and a superpower. And I get a superpower for six months. Yeah, but it's been really fun having you on as a guest. Thank you so and, much. Uh, Can I'm, I plug? Really, yeah, of course. This is your spot now. Uh, oh. <laughs> go plug whatever you want to plug. Fantastic. I'm, I'm going to make it quick. Uh, if any of your listeners want to hear more from me, you can find me on Twitter at Hafner Nikki. You can find me on Instagram at uh, Nikki Hafner underscore author or something similar to that. <laughs> it's all linked everywhere. Um, I am working on my novel, Pateria the Immortal, uh, hoping to get that published this year. Um, if you know anybody who's interested in taking um, taking on a own voices um, sci-fi novel from a Black woman starring a powerful Black immortal woman, I'm your gal, so hit me up. Uh, we also have our podcast, Happy Not Crappy. That's a good news podcast. Uh, we're all about bringing you good news there's not going to be anything depressing there so check that out for just some feel-good fun keep your eye out for the rebel revolution and that's going to be my podcast and uh business venture with allison gomez who it we are determined to change the world and our program is definitely something donald trump could take to be a better <laughs> human and if you're interested in being a better human search for us we are um on 
all of the socials. We are getting our website up. We are the Rebel Revolution. Perfect. Thank you very much, Nikki. It's been lovely, lovely, lovely having you. Uh, before you go, do you have maybe a task for me that I could do? Oh, yeah. Um, let me see. Or task for the listeners. Uh, okay, something you okay. would like to add to the show. I have something. Yes. I have a task for you. All right. Um, and we'll see how much how much it would take for you. Because you asked me the North American equivalent of this question mm-hmm. with Donald Trump. And now I don't know a lot of European leaders, but I do know Boris Johnson. Oh. So would you take in Boris Johnson for a year? You know, we we got mine down to 90,000. So, you know, I am I am of, of, of the sort where I for the longest of time, I was a what I like to call a couch anarchist. <laughs> uh, whereas I wasn't very politically active, but I was very yeah. against the political system as it is, and I still right. kind of am. I, I I'm of the opinion that democracy, as it looks, is a flawed concept. But I have nothing better to come up with, so it works, you know. Yeah, I think I would do it just because Boris Johnson kind of seems like a lovable goof. Really? He looks like That's a gullible goof. what you lo- get from him. He looks like a gullible goof. And he's kind of like, just strip him of the power. Mm-hmm. And he kind of just is, isn't he? He's just like this dopey looking guy. I think that that's the persona he is attempting to project. And yeah. I, this is very serious. If we could get, get <laughs> keep talking about it. But um, yes, I've heard several accounts of him purposely mussing himself before interviews. Yeah. Like he'll look normal and then he'll purposely mess up his hair or purposely yeah, dishevel himself. It's all an act. Look. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that concerns me. Yeah. So it, it it would make me think he's not he may be playing the role of the lovable goof. Yeah. But in reality, he's much more cunning than that. Well, I, I think it's the same with uh again harkening back to Mr. Trump. He's also, I think, a lot more cunning than he puts on. Oh, and that's yes. what, that that's what makes him dangerous. And that I to a certain degree I, I would agree uh, uh put the same on, on Mr. Johnson. He's been a thing for far longer than you might think, Mr. Boris oh, Johnson has been—he's been politically active for ages. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm not that old, but I have done a, a bit of cursory research. Yeah, and uh, so I, I know a little bit about Johnson, and he's not yeah. <laughs> hasn't been a great guy. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. So, uh, but yeah, but I, you're going to go I, ahead and host him on your couch. I think I would. Uh, yeah. For, for the shits and giggles and just say like yeah i hosted boris johnson funny trivia actually i know a guy that had a stand-up act where he impersonated boris johnson because he you looked a lot like him <laughs> nice i love that yeah i love it he uh he was this very uh well was he is a very i haven't actually talked to him in in, in the longest time a very flamboyantly gay uh <laughs> guy who did yeah. a really good Boris Johnson impersonation and looked shockingly similar similar to him. It is really fun. That would be hilarious. I would it would be. be totally it would be. Can that. you tell? I, I don't know how to end an episode. Uh, <laughs> but you've been then a you lovely guest. you want to say something like, this has been 
I was gonna do. I was gonna. There you go. <laughs> so this has been Sylvester with the Price Tag Podcast, and I hope to see you again at the next episode. Bye. And there we go. It's done. First episode, Ainsley. I did it.